from the land of mystery where dreams become reality always listening to stories from the past the present and the future this is back to your story Hello, people. How you guys doing? Thank you for tuning in. I'd like to talk about a really special sponsor, and they are called Jupiter. They make some of the highest quality CBD I have ever taken. Something you guys should know, I will never talk about anything that I do not believe in. Uh, Jupiter is really unique because they focus on alleviating stress, and their CBD by far is the highest quality that I've ever seen. Um, They're USDA organic. They only use the flower, single-strain origin. They have a three-step testing process. I mean, the list could go on, but they're offering you guys something special. It's called the Jupiter Journey. It's a two-week supply for $19. Wow, that's freaking crazy, $19. Uh, And then after that, you guys can use my code storytime and you'll get 10 bucks off. And you know, I really believe in this product because I deal with this shit every single day. Stress, 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 build up, build up, build up, build up, and I'm about to explode. This stuff just melts away all of that. So yeah, go try it. Go to getjupiter.com and uh, try it out today. Let's get to it. Man, I got someone really freaking cool on today, and his name is Sugar Skulls, a men's grooming wizard, uh, a true pioneer in the barbering and men's grooming, just industry as a whole. It's really what my background is. I'm I'm a fucking hair nerd, and I'm obviously moving into this podcast world, but uh, Carlos got an amazing story where he started, where he came from, just everything that he's gone through and, you know, a little empire that he's built. All right, guys, let's get to it. Bam, dude, how you doing, Carlito? Good, Brock. How are you, dude? Dude, I'm doing, ah, man, I'm doing really good. I, I was, I, I think I always say this at the beginning of every podcast. I'm fucking stoked to have you on. You know my mind's just going like 50 miles a minute trying to get everything ready. And this yeah. this is the first time we've done a video uh, podcast, so we're, we're, we're good. Um, how long have I known you now? Nine years? Yeah, nine years. Dude, I remember when I first got into the industry, I was rolling around uh, with you, Cantrell, and Wes was living in town as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I I, I fucking looked up to you guys so much because you guys had already been in the industry. You guys were doing cool things. And I never thought I would ever be in that position. Um, And I, I always go back to this one time. Do you remember we were at... Uh, your your guy's place, and I was West was washing color out of my hair. And I still have that video. You still have the video. <laughs> I still yeah. have it. Dude. And you guys kept on pouring shampoo in my fucking head, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And it was going on for like two minutes, yeah. dude. And my dumbass uh, didn't even realize it. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so good. Do you, you know those 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 small moments in time? No, and do you remember that you still work at Nordstrom when I worked at Nordstrom? Yes, too? dude. That was what, even crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. what was that kid's name? Eddie, right? Yeah, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie. I still see Eddie. I still cut Eddie from time to time. Holy yeah. shit, dude. So, um, let's just kind of bring it like a kind of all. All the way back. Where I don't even know. Where did you grow up? Um, all right. So I was born in Glendale, California, mm-hmm. and uh, I moved it to the San Fernando Valley to Woodland Hills when I was about seven. Lived there until I was eighteen. I moved to Las Vegas, 
And then that's where I met a hairdresser, a girl that I was dating at the time. And that's how I got the job with Robert Chromians from Paul Mitchell. Okay. And that's kind of what inspired me to do hair and started it all off. So, so it went from Glendale, Woodland Hills, Vegas, back to LA. Just all over the place. And yeah. I, I remember uh, when we first met, um, you would sing sometimes. Like I remember one time being in the car and uh, you were like singing and I was like rapping and you were singing and yeah. it, it was it was a really good time. Um, is that what you wanted to do? Like was music your shit? Before? Forever. Yeah, forever. It was the, before I was known as like the Sugar Skulls hair dude. Yeah. Like, Everybody just knew me as that guy in that band or something. That's, yeah, that's like, so fucking cool. Um, what 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 happened? I mean, you uh, you definitely are very very talented. Did hair come and it just fucking took you away? I don't know. I guess just even doing hair, like doing music, getting into fashion, doing a little bit of that. They all like coincided together, yes. where they just like melted, and it was the one job that I thought I could do if music didn't work out where I could still dress the same, look the same, still like be creative and make some money. And it was a little bit more of that security blanket. And, and I told myself like, put your guitar down for one year, don't do music. And we'll see what happens in one year. If it blows up, then we'll continue this. If it doesn't, then we'll go back to music. And hair just kind of took off. Do you ever look back at that time and have any regrets on it? No, but if I were to start it again, who knows? Like I just got lucky too that I started it right before, like, yeah, it kind of started to blow up. Yeah, you you were you were definitely um, one of the pioneers when the whole social media craze, you know, fucking blew up. And, you know, I just always look back at, 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 at your, your raw talent, your raw creative talent, um, from singing to cutting hair, um, all, all of that. Uh, when you were doing music at that time, before hair even became a thing, uh, what type of music were you even doing? It was like a bunch of like pop punk screamo type, just okay. rock music. I mean, it was good. I took private vocal lessons for like three and a half years. I was really passionate to it. Like almost everything I've ever done, yeah. I'm like, I want to be the best at it. Yes. Like that's always just like the main intention. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to give it as much as I can, you know, and 110%. And you know, that, that, that passion and that drive and that motivation is what has gotten you to this point at, at your life now. And, um, you know, a, a lot of people, um, just kind of go through life, just fucking, you know, head down, nose to the grindstone. And you are just from, from the outside, you are that type of person that just kind of always looked up when everyone went right, you went left. And that's why you've been able to stand out. And I, I remember at the beginning of your career, like the beginning of what, you know, I thought your career it was. was right? our career, yeah. It was all of our yeah, careers. Yeah, you yeah. guys were like a year yeah. ahead of me. Um, I was like, dude, fucking this guy is just slaying it with men's hair. And how the fuck did he get the name on Instagram, Sugar Skulls? Like, yeah. hey, what the fuck? How did you even yeah. get that? No, no, that one's crazy. One of my old favorite bands was called Envy on the Coast. So a little shout out to them. They actually just shout released out. some new music yesterday. And it's actually really good again. And and they had a song called Sugar Skulls. And since I'm half Mexican, I yes. was like, yo, this is kind of like my cultural thing. So yeah. I can take the Dia de los Muertos yes. skulls. And and I remember this girl was just, I would photograph all my clients, just kind of how I normally do yes. all the time. And she was like, hey, you should try this new app called Instagram. She's like, there's all these cool filters on it. And I remember <laughs> typing in my username and typing in like Carlos Ramos. And then I was like, but when I worked for Robert Chromians, I told my ex that if I were to ever do hair one day, I'm going to call it Sugar Skulls nice. like off that song. 
And then as I was like typing in my name, I deleted everything and I typed in sugar skulls. I've never even gotten my own email like under <laughs> anything without having to throw numbers or yes. underscores in. And the fact that I typed in sugar skulls and it was like available. Bro. Like I was like, no yes, way. Like, yes, yes. And no, and I had no idea I was going to fall in love with hair at the time. We, I was just starting off. I was just kind of like, all right, let's see how this goes. For sure. And now it's just like, yeah, oh, it's, it's it a, took its own entity to like yeah. grow on that. But what I was going to tell you too, the little commitment thing, um, Kelly Cardenas, one of the big apprentices, I mean, like protégés of Robert Chromians for Paul Mitchell, he used to always tell me commitment eliminates options. So you have to commit to shit. Like Absolutely. you could be jack of all trades, master of none. But if you commit to one thing and just give it your all, like that's when you get good at shit. And, it, it's and so I've true. always had that. It's like, so true. You know, for, for so long, whenever I would try new businesses or new ideas, um, I would put so much effort into like, you know, trying to build this up and do this and do that and, and kind of lose track of the, 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 the focus of whatever the fuck it is. And uh, when I was starting this podcast, I was like, okay, I got to build up the social media. I got to fucking do the website, do this, that, and the other. And I talked to our friend, Tyler Turner, and he, he fucking said this. And it's a, it's a quote from um, Tony Robbins. And he goes, just fucking do it. And it wasn't even hair related. I had this like recycling fucking business idea, which maybe one day I'll fucking, well, one day I'll do. But uh, I put it towards the podcast and it's kind of a philosophy. It's just, just fucking do it. So many people are scared to jump in. Yeah. And then you kind of, you, you jumped full force in. But I feel like you, I connect with you a lot like that where you're kind of crazy like me, like yeah. all ADD all over the place, but you're talented at so many things, dude. Thank you know, you. it's, you can do a lot of things, you know? Yeah. So, and trust me, dude, I do my best not to still, I can't even jam with my old guitar players because I'm like, F hair, I'm going to start a band again. <laughs> like if I have one good night with yes, them. <laughs> like, of course. So of I have course. to just do my best, stay focused, Absolutely. keep my vision, my little blinders on, just do what I have to do. Like, you know what's crazy though is like with, with hair, it, and I, and I freaking love it and I'm so blessed, but I've, I don't know, I've always had this like feeling like, I, I don't know, there was just something, right, that, that, that I couldn't get past that. And looking back, like I'm being totally honest with myself, yeah. you know, because I, at one time, man, I wanted everything that you had. I looked up to you and Wes and fucking Cantrell, and like I'm like, I want to fucking do it, man. And 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 I tried, but there was just always something holding me back. And 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 and, and now, I, you know, it's just me being real with myself, yeah. and you know, starting this new creative project of podcast and bringing very unique people on. Um, it it feels right. But but there's nothing wrong with you. Like, it's just like switching. Of That's course. what I mean. Like switching ideas. Yes. Dude, again, every year it still goes through my head. Yeah. I'm like, what else could I do? Yes. You know, like it's the mad just, scientist. It's, a, it's a natural human thing, dude. Of course. You're going to want to, and especially with the energy I feel like you and I have, like, yeah. it's hard to control that. It's hard to be like, I want to do everything. I want to do it all. I, it is. It is because I, we both want to do everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, you can't do everything, you know? Yeah. And if you, not everyone is going to be Elon Musk, bro. Exactly. It's just not going to no, happen. And, and I guarantee you that that's got to be stressful as fuck to me, Elon I, Musk. I, I couldn't imagine. And like, he's like one of my idols, right? Yeah. Like I'd look up to that dude so much, but 
running three major companies, transforming the world. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. How do you deal with that pressure? You have to be. That's um, not a normal life. No, yeah. no. He's like, he's like a fucking robot, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I swear to you. And, uh, it, but you know what humanized him, at least for me, when he was on Rogan? Rogan. Yep. Fuck yeah. And he <laughs> fucking hit that joint. And, and uh, Dude. Uh, it was fucking crazy. His stocks <sighs> dropped 6%. The next day went up 9%. Yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, he, that was dude, fucking crazy. It was it was it was awesome. So so shout out. That was like up. monumental. It, it in was this weird way, dude. It There's was. like posters now of that, and Just, I'm like, I want that poster. Yes, like, <laughs> absolutely. I'm gonna fucking put yeah. that poster on my wall somewhere in here, dude. Seriously. Um, all right, Seriously. So, so getting back, kind of your, your your story. Um, growing up in Southern California, um, being Hispanic, what is that like? Because we live in this culture now where. Um, it's not that you're not, not Mexicans are, I don't want to say Mexicans are looked down upon, but it's like, you know, build that wall, fucking all this, you know, yeah. we have this, um, it's and like, take even Trump out of it. This is something that's been going on totally. for a long time, but you know, the Hispanic population, um, if they were not part of Los Angeles, California, Los Angeles, California could not breathe. It could not yeah, move. Yeah. You, you're, yeah, your your people, the Hispanic people, Mexican people, like they are the ones, they're the fucking heartbeat but what was that like growing up did you run into any shit yeah dude i grew up in west hills calabasas area like rich white kid (laughs) neighborhood so i was probably the most hispanic dude in my high school (laughs) and no and i used to lie like i didn't learn english till i was five years old dude i like i just learned spanish and when i went to high school like i speak perfect fluent spanish i can understand everything i can completely but i would deny i would just be like oh i can understand it but i can't speak it Uh, out of that little insecurity now it's freaking beautiful now it's like but when you're young you just you have all these fears and doubts and just insecurities it's just that's high school dude it's just it's it's so true it is and growing up here was a little tough for me but i feel like that also made me strong as hell there we go that's it man and um yeah no it it shaped me to who i am today where i'm just like you don't think i can do this watch watch it's just no one Ah, yeah, I just got lucky. It worked out for me. Well, you've put in the hard work, man. What, what about your family, man? When did they come to the States? Well, dude, I'm, you know what's crazy? I probably never even asked them that. Like, I wow. know sometime in the 70s or something like that. <laughs> my dad came from Cuba, from La Habana, okay. which is the capital city of Cuba. And my mom came from Colima, which is a little town outside of, like, uh, Guadalajara. Yes. Michoacan, like, around there. And uh, my mom came when she was, like, 18, my dad came when he was like 13. Wow. They went to school out here, like in LA, just did some shit. And I was born in Glendale. And wow, it's so first generation. You yeah, and first your sister, generation. right? Yeah, and you have my a brother, brother, yeah, brother right? Brother, yeah. yeah, so so two, so two, two yeah. other siblings. Yeah. Um, that, you know, it's it's really incredible. They they came out here and they've been able to you know pass all these things down to you guys. And what is your um, relationship like with your parents right now? It's right cool, now, man. just in it's general. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when you're younger, there there was just times where you could be like, oh, I don't, but I'm fucking super lucky. Like, I feel like the older you get, the more appreciate. Like, yes. remember when you used to think like your parents were like the worst yeah. people in the world? Yeah. And then you like hang out with other people and you're like, no, my parents aren't that bad. It's chill. Like, of course. That, that, you're like, actually, my shit was way a little bit better. Dude, like. <laughs> absolutely. I, I remember being a kid and my dad was. Um, he liked to talk, you know, and it, obviously it's passed yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> so, <what a> <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and yes. And, um, so 
I would, you know, be at school or whatever. And I used to hang out with older kids and I'd come home and my friends would be sitting down on the couch talking with my dad and my dad would be telling them like old war Vietnam stories and I would get frustrated. Yeah, you'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I would exactly. shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. like, like, like my, my boys Fishman and Jameson and like these yeah. guys like would be chatting with my dad. Yeah. And I'm like, of course. What? then they'd been there for like two hours, right? Like, what the fuck? It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And, you know, to anyone listening um, at this point, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I lost my dad at 17. I would do anything to kind of, not kind of, I would do anything to change that, to have yeah, these yeah. types of conversations with him. But when you're younger, it's so yeah. hard to see. Yeah. Um, and even me just saying this, it's- it's That's cool, dude. That's... No, it's like almost irrelevant because you have to go through your own shit. But if you your do. parents are, if they're good, solid people, as you get older, you will see Yeah, it, you respect right? that you like, yeah. And I respect your folks, man. They came to a country that's not where they were even born. And, you know, being first generation, um, you know, Mexican-American, that is, uh, it's, 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 it's amazing because you have been able to build, um, you know, a, a life for yourself. You mm -hmm. ha and, and what about your sister and bro? Um, no, dude, they're doing great, dude. My sister lives in Manhattan. My brother's in San Francisco. Like, nice. They do their own things, dude. I always say we're kind of like a little bit Hispanic whitewashed, but... Um, but it's been a good mix. We're very like, we love our culture now. Kind of yes. like, respect. I feel like when you're young growing up, Hispanic, you just like don't want to do that. Of and course. most of us don't look it that much. But now you're like, you're like, no, this is dope. This respect is dope it, man. Yeah. I mean, I, freaking in, in the type of music now, it's becoming, you know, more and more. It's, it's terrible. It's like sociably acceptable, you know, on yeah. the top charts. And, um, it, but uh, that is awesome. You know, your brother, your sister. Uh, and now looking back at your life, being a kid, um, what are some of the things that you would say to your younger self? If you could, if you had, you know, a way to do that. Probably I should have just committed to something earlier on and okay. not jumped around. That's probably like <clears throat> that one. And just being like, it's going to get dope. It's yes. going to get way better. <laughs> it's so hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel. Of course. When you're young always, and always dude. No. And I still feel like an older version of me is going to say this to like this version of, of me. Course. You know, like it's going to be like, just chill. Like just you're do, there. You're, you're, you're going to get there. Yes, like. yes. Put your nose to the damn grindstone and yeah. do it. And yeah. uh, you get to all these different tunnels throughout your life. But I always uh, say this, like if you can look at your life from a bird's eye view, a macro, you know, uh, a macro view, it, it's going to be up and down, you know, throughout the days, the months. But if it's, it's starting like at the bottom and, series, and it's going up, you're obviously doing something right. And when you fully committed to, you know, putting uh, makeup, not makeup, hair behind you and uh, not hair, the music, Jesus Christ, man, fucking weed. It's all right. Uh, yeah. yeah the, the, the hair. What was that like? Were you scared? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Of course, there was so much doubt in that. Like, but again, there's like that little Jim Carrey quote where he says, like, we do things for two reasons. We either do it for fear or we do it for love. Yeah. And it's just. We're either scared that some shit's going to fall away and we'll work our asses off to not lose that or we do something because we fucking love it and Absolutely. we think it's the coolest thing. So I just, dude, I feel like my head's like a little dictionary of like quotes <laughs> where I like I live by where I'm off. You got this. You yes. got this. Like you have to constantly like almost motivate yourself and keep yourself positive even when you know it's not. For sure. Or even when you think things are just like way shitty. Absolutely. Um, so you're, you, you fully commit to doing hair and you would, you were at Nordstrom's before that, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was dressing guys. Yeah. In the rail yeah. section. You were at Glendale. Yeah. Glendale I was at Topanga. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, um, and it was great, man. I'm 
I learned to dress guys from top to bottom. And then all of a sudden they're like, what else do you do? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I actually go to a beauty school. Um, I cut hair. And then I started showing everybody pictures and everybody's like, you did this? And I was like, yeah. They're like, you can cut my hair. So I was dressing these dudes and then cutting their hair. No way. Yeah. So I was like, I can put guys from top to bottom. And there I was like, and that was at a time when barbering was just, it wasn't a thing. You weren't going to make yes. money. Like you had to do women's hair and you had to do color. And yep. that was your, that was your paycheck in a sense. And I was like, I think I can find a market. I saw Nordstrom selling $100 t-shirts when Walmart selling $3 t-shirts. Yes. And I'm like, there's a market for everything. Of like, course. You have to be designer of what you do. Absolutely. Like, so, so starting out, um, going through beauty school, you were just reaching out to people that, that you were working with. Yeah. So, and Nordstrom was that, 99% probably of how I started getting everybody. Dude, yeah. I, I, I remember those days when you just, uh, where were you cutting hair out of again? Dude, the back of my mom's house. Yeah, dude. No, dude, I had business cards in beauty school. Like I was like, that's it, right? I was going to Nordstrom, passing out haircutting beauty like cards, and not even my Nordstrom cards, dude. <laughs> like, dude, but, but that's but, but it worked. It, it did work, and it spider webbed out. Yeah. Like once I got that market, I was watching guys drop two grand on jeans and like a couple outfits. Like where I was like, these will have two grand and just drop like that. Where I'm like, my car was worth like eight hundred dollars at so the time. Crazy, like, it's so and I crazy. was just, and so I was like, all right, cool these guys are going to pay a little bit more for than sure. just a random little shop. And I try to like create a vibe and make a dope little studio, you know, like a little man cave yes. in the back. And, and it was sick, dude. And everybody just fell in love with it. And I fell in love with it. And it's because it was your, you put your heart and soul into it, yeah. you know, and people feel that. And so, you know, people coming up in any industry, um, just like as a blanket, right? If you're coming up in hair, makeup, um, you know, sales, what are some of the things that you suggest people to do? Like, because you put your everything into it. Yeah. Would that be the same or? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, are you talking about like me dressing them? Or no, 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 no. Just kind of like the, the, the thought philosophy behind starting in a new industry, right? Starting in the yeah. hair industry, let's just say, right? Because obviously yeah. we do hair. Um, coming up can be really freaking hard. You can't yeah. see that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So for you, you didn't wait to start. You started right away. Yeah. If that would be for, you know, you would say that to everyone. If you're talking to fucking a young crew, like what would you say to them? Dude, it's so much harder now just because I feel like we're in such a fast-paced world. Yeah. Like I feel like somebody gets into something now and it's like the next day there's like 25 new kids like doing it already, you know? Yeah. Where when we kind of started, like again, dude, the fact that I got my name on Instagram, <laughs> like, that's how early on we were at that I was like so able true. to get something like that where I was just like, all right, I'm already way ahead of this race. Yeah. Like of course. in a not like cocky manner, but like I was like, hey, this All right, my, yeah. you're making, you're paving a road in a sense, in a bit, like keep going. And again, and even on the times when I wanted to give up, dude, I wanted to give up. I still talk around like once a year, I'm still like, what else can I do? Like <laughs> it goes through your head. It's natural, you yeah. know? And, um, and then I just have to chill myself out. I probably had a rough day that day or For something. For sure. But the, that's why I'm always like the commitment eliminates options. We're always going to have options. It's like significant others. It's like dating yes. somebody, dude. Tinder never runs out. You know no, that, right? Of it's course. like it just goes forever. Yeah. Like, yes, it does. I've never like, been on it, but I, I good would job. assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't I think listen. my wife would be too happy <laughs> if I was on fucking Tinder. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, so it's just like, dude, and, but it is harder today, right? Yes, it dude, is harder. Yeah. But it's not 
um, you can still do it, man. Of course, of course. And anything is possible, right? And not everyone it's is just on ignoring Instagram the too, fear. Right? It's ignoring that fear or that doubt. Like yes. it's just, just keep doing it. Absolutely. Just try to be smart enough to learn from it. Like, but just keep moving forward. You're gonna have bad times, dude. It's it, like that's life. Not every haircut was fucking awesome. No, I, no. There, there were still times I where I was like, up a lot uh, of hair. yeah, no, hair dude, is fucking crazy, I dude. Fucked up a hair lot of hair. Hair is so crazy, especially with color, because um, I'm officially colorblind, right? And <laughs> so anyone trusted me to do their hair color, well, I'm very sorry. Uh, yeah. So that 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 being said, but you had to, you had to keep going. Don't get yeah. me wrong, dude. There were so many times like that I was just like. I'm never going to do this ever again. Yeah. And then I was just like, chill the fuck out. It is, dude. It's such a personal thing. I always saw it. There's no more than three people in your life that touch your head. Yeah. So it's like if somebody on the street walked up to you and touched your shoulder, you would turn yeah. around all quick. Absolutely. But if somebody gripped the back of your head, like your crown dude. area, you'd probably throw an elbow back. Absolutely. You know, like you'd just Absolutely. be like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? who, who, what are the three people? Exactly. No, exactly. Your significant other, your mom, your dad or something like that. And- your hairdresser. Boom. That's it. Right there. Anyone else fucking touching it? They're gonna get bought. <laughs> even in the think damn of face. your friends have like run Dude, their hands. Exactly. Just like, get the hell away, man. Don't fucking touch it's me. It's such a personal thing. It so is. so I know how people take it. Like yeah. I remember my aunt telling me when I told her I was gonna I was thinking about doing hair, she's like, you know people get really mad if you make if you do their hair bad. And I was like, Do you think I'm gonna try to do bad hair? Like I'm like, I'm like you're not inspiring me to like no. do this. No. No, everybody, everybody but, doubted me when I said I wanted to do hair and I just You did it. I just kept my blinders on and I just ignored them and I just pushed through and then everybody's like, Oh, yeah, he's the best hairdresser now. And I'm like, You didn't believe in yes. any of this. Yeah. But that's how it happens, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean you talk to musicians, artists, all of that stuff. There's there's so many people that doubt that you cannot do it the I, doubt is the weight right now yes. like that you start with the doubt dude like it's 100%. just like so it's you just like getting past the doubt that like gets you strong it dri- makes you drive and it's, yeah. it's so true because i i remember going to Alyssa, you know and saying i'm gonna start hair school right um yeah fucking right whatever and she thought it was crazy <laughs> but i remember when she came to robert and i and i was telling you this uh she said well should i do baking or makeup and we're like uh baking you know and 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 she said fuck that doing makeup yeah. and now she's working you know on, yeah. on fucking big movie sets and shit like oh, that man. but it's that it's that doubt even from your significant other right of course um and you because you want to give the safe answer everybody in your life yeah. wants to give you the safe they don't want you to take another risk a no. risk is like a possible failing you know yeah. but it's do you you don't want to get older and look back and go what if exactly man like, you know i'm a big believer on not uh, having any regrets. Life is too fucking fast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, regrets are, are, are terrible. If you Source. can't do anything about it, drop it. And if you can do something about it, fucking do it. You, it Dude, I always tell you, I'm like, there's like, um, there's good stress and then there's just stress. Like good stress is like, you need to come up with money. You need to figure out how to make this happen. Yeah. Like you're like, all right, fuck, I have to figure it out. Like, Stress is just you stepped in dog shit or got a parking ticket. Yes. Like you can't fix that. Anymore. No. You, you know, can't. it just you happened. Can't. Yes. Just get over it. Just yeah. get over it and move forward. But if you can work on that good stress, that's creative stress. That it makes is. your mind start moving. You're like, all right, how can I figure this out? I could probably do this, you know? Absolutely. And I feel like that's better than, but you have to like differentiate those because it's so yep. easy to be fully stressed out all the time. It, it, it is, man. For the longest time, I would be so stressed about money and that's a huge financial number one number one stress and then i got to a point in my life where 
It's like if I continue to stress on this, it's gonna fucking kill you're me. You're not gonna make. You're I'm, not gonna get out of that. I'm stress not gonna get out life. of it. And you know, Alyssa and I are in a good place in our life, right? And I'm in a good place in my life. But um, just even up till recently, I'd still stress about money, bills, all of course, that shit. Of course. And dude. and now I'm like, dude, we some way miraculously we pay our fucking bills, we save money, we do our shit, right? Hey, and, you guys haven't died yet. No, you, exactly. you know what I, mean? I haven't like, died I, yet. <laughs> no, but I always tell everybody, I'm like. There's like times where I feel like I've been so stressed out that I'm like, yeah. hey, that's it. It's over. It's yeah. all going away. Like it's you so fucked it, this up. And it's like, what happened? We got through it somehow. Exactly. Somehow we got through it. We like did. it didn't. It didn't. So many times I've Absolutely. stressed it. Dude, it's, I mean, stress is a fucking killer. And so if you can't do anything about it. And just, it kills creativity. It, it kills, does. It kills it motivation, does. everything. Absolutely. You know, I, I wanted to get into comedy, man. I wanted to do stand up comedy. And um, for Christmas last year, not this past one, but the one prior, um, Alyssa got me this like <laughs> but she got me this thing to like meet with this dude that could kind of like show me and I, you just kind of have to do it i know that um or at least i think i know that but i was too scared to even fucking do it that is it's terrifying it's it sounds so terrifying and i worked on bits and all this shit and i'm just like too much of a pussy maybe one you, day I will. you know you and i can teach classes in front of a whole yes. bunch of hair students yeah. like like nothing like, We're just like nothing like, Yo, the back of my fucking hands but the idea no i've even thought about like dude Yes. I've just thought about doing it and just like not telling anybody yeah. and just see what happens exactly. and do it far away. Yeah. Like, yeah, and just like, fucking get up they there. They won't know who I Dude, am. Dude, we should do it. We should do uh, it. That gives we me anxiety. It. Just it does. It does. Uh. It does. But I'm going to have to do it one of these days. Just get up there one time, bomb like a motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, because that could be a regret of mine. But, but, you, but you see how funny that is? Like, that's life, bro. That's it is. everything. I've done from music to, yes. dude, I remember the first time playing in front of people to the first time I started cutting hair in front of people. Like, shit's terrifying, it you is. know? And, but once you get through it, you're just like, oh, if you, you feel so strong. good, you, dude. You get strong. You feel like so that. good. And one of the like best feelings that I can have is when I make my wife laugh, when I make Alyssa laugh, because she, she's a hard cookie, right? And I've gotten pretty fucking good at it. And it, it, it just, I don't know, when I make anyone laugh, it feels great. But this past year for my birthday, she got me the podcast set up. And I was like, I got to fucking do this. Like, I can't just sit back on it, right? And it, it, a lot of times we're faced with walls, but it's our own insecurities that hold us back. Dude, this is so good, bro. Your studio is beautiful. Thank you. Everything looks fucking Thank great. Thank you, man. Yeah. It, uh, it means Way a lot. I, and, and so, you know, bringing you on, um, I want to kind of go back to your story, right? So when you first, you, you left the music scene, you're at Nordstrom's, right? I know there's a whole bunch of steps in between, but um, when you were going to school and you were about to take that test, did you already have things set up, like the state board test? Um, to go to a salon? Yeah, I wanted to work at Salon Heroin. And then I- uh, I remember that. Yeah, on Kawanga between Hollywood and Sunset. Incredible salon owned by Janine German. She was on Sheer Genius season two. She came in like second place besides the point. She hired me. <laughs> and it, dude, it was like everything I said I wanted to do was going in order yeah. for a while. For a while. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. What, so then what, what happened? Well, we'll go hold and get back. So you had set that up. Yeah, and, and I met happened. somebody that got me an interview, and I've pretty much gotten every job interview I've ever gone into. Like I've never, Cocky I've, I've, I've never been fired from a job. <laughs> oh, I, I have. I, I always thought I'm like, I Many. just don't do shady shit, and I try to work harder than everybody else. Oh, I think those I, are like. I think I my, lacked on both of those back <laughs> when know, I was younger. No, of course, but when we were younger, of course, yeah. dude. I was telling my, one of my friends the other day. I remember being like 16, and we'd be like at a Starbucks or something. 
and like sitting just like worried some kids were gonna roll up and like just start shit. Like yes. where now it's like if somebody comes up to me, they're like, Carlos, sure. it's like with like a hug. Exactly. Like everyone's excited yes. to see me. Yeah. It's not like, it is oh cool. shit. <laughs> Dude, it's it's really cool. So, but uh, yeah, it's fucking, it is so true. Uh, getting fired from a job, I'll just kind of tell one story. I used to work at Starbucks when I was like 18 and I had tattoos, so I had to cover them up back then. And I thought I'd, you know, take a, take a, bathroom break right and so i was like oh you know maybe i can take a couple hits of a cigarette right and oh, so I, 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 I dude i fucking hit the cigarette i put it out i flush it the very next day i come into work starbucks didn't fire me the mall found out i don't even fucking know how right and they banned me from coming through the mall like and period. so, so done. you had to done. Yeah. I, I was done i was done so don't smoke cigarettes in bathrooms yeah. at start it's yeah. just fucking stupid it's yeah, just yeah, dumb yeah. it's just dumb so did you get the job at heroin um, yeah, I got the job. I met up with Janine and uh, she hired me and I was killing it, but it was intense. And then everything kind of switched. Everything went from beauty school, working with Ergo, working like, yeah. you know, starting to go to every show, getting familiar in the industry with everybody. Everybody's starting to see you like come out. And then I jumped into this salon of just like the baddest, like kind of unknown For hairdressers. Sure. And they were just like, yo, don't be this cocky ass. <laughs> and I wasn't. I was so good and nice. But already was when Instagram was blown up. Yes. I was the only one that had like followers and little things like that. Yeah. They trained me really well, dude. They're, had- they're, it was the best salon I ever worked at. I was there for six months. But it was, they'd grind you. Our classes were intense. Yeah. You never did a good haircut there. With, when you had models, they would never, they'd be like, that was okay. Like <laughs> that, that was every time that where you were just great. like. No, 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 like, even though, like, it ended with, like, a bad taste in my mouth because it just, like, it felt personal, it wasn't, and I know they made me good. Those six months, I got better at hair than, like, most of every other little that's crazy. and with Hector at Cush, I got really but, good. But at that's hair. that's crazy that you can look back now in the moment, man. Of course, you took it personal. I mean, you did. I mean, you had a fucking popping Instagram. They, you know, these people didn't. You were new. They weren't right. And so all of these things, and at that moment, it feels so shitty. But looking back, you're like, dude, that was of one of the best six months as far I, as education wise. I've ran into Janine before. Like, I actually saw her at the Glendale Galleria one time. I was nice. like walking into Zara, and she was like walking out. And I saw her recently, like probably like a year and a half ago or something, a year ago. And I was just like, hey, and again, I straight go like, hey, thanks for everything. And nice. sure knows. But it, that's like, that was the first thing. We just like bumped into each other, said maybe five words. And I was just like, hey, thanks for everything. Like, you're the best. Like, That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So I have mad respect for them. And, and that's cool, dude. I mean, because, uh, man, I've been through so many things. But looking back now, I'm like, what the fuck was I even thinking? But it's, we, we, we have to live in the moment, you know, and, and you do have to look outside. So after that six months, right, um, your Instagram's fucking popping. What, what did you do? Were you like lost? Yeah, completely lost. Quit that job. And then... It was right when men's hairstyling was starting to like pop off. Yeah. And I went, I'm going to find like a barbering school. So I found a barbering school. No joke. Like after I quit heroin, I was so broken down. Like I was just like, I don't want to do hair again. <laughs> and I was like, and I went, just go to barbering school. Just like, who cares? It's three more months, three more months. And you're going to get to sharpen up your skills and you'll yeah. learn a little different aspect. And this is when everybody was swearing to me that I could not make a living doing men's hair. And I was like, I don't think you guys are seeing this yet. Like, yeah. it's just, and I just fucking did it, dude. Did I just it. did it kind of against everybody's fucking will. And wow. it was the best shit I ever did. And Dude, that's incredible. Right. You know, it, it just kind of But it was sounds- luck too. It was like, I still feel like I'm like, ugh. Sometimes like, you just have to go with that crazy gut feeling. Yes. You know, when you're like, 
I know this is irrational. But like, that's I'm, it. That's it. I always tell Alyssa, I was like, fuck your heart. Listen to your gut. Yeah. And, and yeah, anyone, dude. listen to your gut because it, your gut- It's usually right, dude. Of course. And they're, because they're two different things, man. Your heart is filled with so much emotion and ups and downs. Your gut is that raw instinct, man. It's that- First fucking feeling, you know, and and of course it could be wrong at times, look, but look, mostly if, it's right. If everyone's telling you not to do something because you're like shipping cocaine to like Seattle or something yes. like that, <laughs> like that's a different thing than that you is. pursuing a different passion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I came up with that analogy. But it's but, so true. It's <laughs> exactly. so true. It's like, so true. You, yeah. have, you have to be a little smart about it, but it's just. But if you want to do that, like deep down. Don't go off everybody else's doubt of you. Of like course. it's just. It's so true. Try. Try to. Try, right? Yeah. And even the staying positive part, dude, it's just like, I always tell everybody, I'm like, I'm kind of like cheesy positive all the time, but it keeps me fucking positive. Like, yes. it's just, I have to almost fake it when I don't want to be that way. Of you course, know? And, I get it. But it helps. It snaps me out of my funk sometimes, like yeah. where I'm just like, I show up to work. I know it's it's like, it's showtime now. Like when I pull into craft, like- I'm just like, all right, put on your sugar skulls face. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, good yes. to see you. You know, when there's times where you can just be like, oh, I'm so stressed. Dude. I could be in the car on the way to work, just stressing. Right when I get there, I'm like, all right, we got this. Yes, there we go, dude. It's showtime. That's like, good, though. That's good that you're able to do that, right? And um, it makes it better. It, it does. just does work. It, it does. just like if you just pretend for a little while, like you'll forget you were in a funk earlier. And dude, it. It's so true. Um, damn, so the heater's going on. Hold on. But hold on one second. Let me turn this off. But it, dude, it is so true. But for like for me, I, it is so hard for me to kind of get out of my funk personally. Um, but I, that's just one There's thing days. I've noticed about you. But because you're kind of able to, you're able to do that. I've, I've always known that about you. Um, it's just, it's, it's just something you are, this positive outlook that you have. But do you feel sometimes that positive outlook uh, blocks you from your true feelings? No, I kind of hate like true feelings. Like, I just don't even <laughs> believe in them, dude. <laughs> like I'm just like, F like my feelings, that. dude. It's like, it's just emotions, dude. It's just like, I feel like where I'm like, why the fuck am I stressed out? Like, just get it out of your head. Yeah. And it's, and I know how hard that is. Yes. Again, even just going to the gym has been helping, you know, yes. like yeah. that literally destroys your little stress demon that so sits much. there. Like, where it just shuts them up. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, on my worst days, because, you know. Go run two it, miles. Yes. Watch. Just watch how that just changes it in does. 20 it does. minutes. <laughs> dude, on my worst days, when I hit the fucking gym afterwards, um, you, you just feel so fucking good, dude. It, it, it changes uh, something inside of your brain. And obviously, there's a chemical reaction that I have no fucking yeah. idea what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> but I know on a personal level what it does for me. Uh, and I wish I was the morning type of person to go work out in the morning, but I can't. I have yeah. to work out at night because just for that, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it is really true. And, uh, you know, being able to kind of block out those feelings, that stress, that nerve, right. Um, and be able to push through, it's a, it's a good talent to, to, to have. It, it's a, it's that little discipline. Dude. You just have to do it, dude. Dude, there's every day I don't want to go to the gym. Every fucking yeah. time. Every time. I'll sit in my car for like 20 minutes outside <laughs> the gym. I'll even smoke a cigarette, which is horrible yes. to say, but 
I'll just be chilling there for a minute and then I'll be like, just go, just go. Just fucking hit yeah. it, just go. And afterwards you're like, yes. No, no, and even sometimes I'll be like, just do half hour, just do half hour. And I'll just bust out half hour and there you I'm go. still stoked on that. I'm Absolutely, still like, oh, it does. That was good. It, it, it changes everything. Um, and so you, at that time when you went to barber school, you were at the hair house, right? With, uh, yeah, with Cantrell. Cantrell. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. How did that whole thing emerge? Kind of taking a step back. Um, how first off, how the hell did you even meet Cantrell? Um, in beauty school, we were the only two guys West in Valley, beauty school right? in West Valley Occupational Center, and um, and we were so different when we first fucking. I was just like, "There's no way I'll be friends with this guy." <laughs> <laughs> I was all, like, "Fuck!" Tur- that, turns out to become like one of my best dude, friends ever. He's and, amazing, like my little bro. Yeah, and he's an incredible hairdresser and. Uh, one day he was just like, yo, I have an open room, my spot in West Hollywood. And, and I was trying, I knew to be in this industry, I had to move more centered. I had to work centered, like downtown LA, West Hollywood, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, like Santa Monica. Like you had to hit that. It was, yeah. even though I grew up in the Valley. Yeah, dude, I know everybody in Woodland Hills area, <laughs> but I'm like, it's just, again, if I did what I did in Wisconsin, like nobody would care, bro. <laughs> like what? nobody. Maybe look maybe at, a look at Hair Godzino, man, up in like Louisiana, but, wherever he but, was. But, yes, but look, but That's what did wrong. he do? Yeah, but what he did came he out do? Here. Exactly. Where's he at? All right, shut the fuck up, bro. Shut up, bro. Shut the fuck up. You're so right, though. But that that that. But move, look how that took him. Yes. Just Boom. he became just dude. Yeah, the absolutely. Guy, the color guy. He got seriously like no. And bullshit. I love him to death. I've been he's talking to him. He's gonna come on. Yeah. No, no, he's the best. Really fucking cool, man. I love that guy to death, dude. Yeah. Just uh, just a really good dude, and um, but when you made that move with Cantrell, that was a pivotal moment for you, man. I, I don't know if you realize that getting out. Uh, it was right when Wes was going to move out, and I was working at Heroin. Yes, that's that's how it happened. Yeah. It was oh. uh, Wes was about to move out because Wes was living. And I was with bitching him. and complaining, like, hair. "Don't fucking move!" Yeah, and look yeah. At him now. No, we all told him. Yeah, right? I know. And then I took over his room. Yeah, yeah. man, that's so crazy. Th- that that seems like a long time ago. It, it was such a long <laughs> time ago, bro. Dude, it's so crazy because you, at that, that time, you know, I was going to beauty school, just out of beauty school. Yeah. And seeing any light at the end of the tunnel was never, uh, never clear to we me. We were like bleaching your hair out. Yes, yeah. dude. And I, re- I remember the very first time Wes tried to sh- uh, show me how to cut a bob. First cut, I just cut the shit out of my finger, bleeding mm. everywhere. Dude, that fucked me up for like two months. Of course, because dude, yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do it. Like, I fucking suck. And there was just something that, you know, kind of helped me push past that. Um, but you, like everyone, we kind of just get in our fucking mind and it can be hard. But moving out to West Hollywood for you, what was that time like? No, dude, it was the best time, dude. It shaped us. It was like... Again, Cantrell, like, that's where I give him all the love and respect, dude. He was just the craziest dude ever. I remember him literally being like, I'm going to sell a, like, I'm going to do this class here in the apartment. I was like, you're crazy, dude. No no one's going to come, dude. Like, this fool straight sold, like, 15 tickets at, like, 200 apiece. And I was like, what? It's so crazy. And I was like, all right, if this fool can do this, I can do this. And then because I saw him just take that little courage and just fuck it. Yes. Like, 
I almost feel like it's like that little ignorance is bliss. Like he doesn't pay attention to how, <laughs> how intense or yeah. he's just like, I'm just going to give it a shot. Fuck it. He's and, and it worked. And it then did. I just fucking did one. And I sold one out after. And That's I was amazing. just like, I remember that. And dude. right when we started doing them, it was just kind of like that little confidence. Like once you do one, you're already like, I can do this again. Of like, course. It's just Absolutely. And your personality is key, man. You know, you definitely, so your personality shows, right? But again, it was the doubt. Look, it was. Look, exactly. Look, if it wouldn't have been for Cantrell being all crazy like that yes. the doubt would have kept me from ever trying one dude and he's just he's just like he's just do this, fearless do this, with do, that. This, yeah, do yeah. this do this do this do this and when so many people are held back and there's something amazing about him that's willing to push past that barrier yeah, and yeah. and you know for you surrounding yourself with good positive people is so important you know i i've someone shared this with me and i kind of always say it's like you are like the five closest people around you Big right time, and so um you know surrounding yourself with the right people helping you push you to that next level even when at the time maybe it doesn't even seem like that uh but because you saw him sell out a class in an apartment yeah a fucking hair class yeah. two hundred dollars a ticket yeah. that's fucking weird three thousand yeah. dollars right that's We're like a year and a half out of beauty school, maybe tops. It doesn't make sense. No, but look, energy is contagious and not like, even on my way here, dude, I was kind of having a little rough morning and it was like, yeah. and then I got here and I started kicking it with you and I've kind of gotten out of that funk and it's just energy is contagious. You become who you hang out with. Absolutely. The people you spend, like how you said, the five, Totally, it's, dude. It's, I believe in that shit, It's dude. so true, man. Back when I was younger, I used to hang out with a whole bunch of drug addicts, and that's exactly what I was. And then I got into the hair industry. I started hanging out with a whole bunch of hairdressers, and it transformed my life. This industry literally transformed my life yeah. from ashes Same. to fucking what it is today. Yeah. And um, and I'm so grateful for you uh, being that Dude, like I said, I looked up to you, man. I still do. I, I just respect Thanks, the bro. shit out of you. And, you know, in life, we all go through our own shit. But um, to be able to push forward and uh, you have, you have been a part of this monumental change in the hair industry uh, because men's grooming, barbering was not a thing, dude. It was not a thing whatsoever. And everyone told you you're fucking crazy. But obviously that didn't, that didn't fucking hold you back. And so, um, you know, after you, you were with, you were in the hair house for a little while, what was that next step afterwards? After the hair house, um, it it was just tough, dude. It's, it's hard to like live with roommates. The older you get, dude, I got like eight years on Cantrell or something like that. So he was always like my little bro and it would just get, I just needed my own spot. Of course. And so I dipped out and then there was like a second where I was going to hang out and just still work there or something. But then I just got a loft in downtown. But that was crazy too, dude. That was one of my crazy best friends, Ali, who suggested that. And I was just like, oh man, this is nuts. And then I, dude, it got even crazier. It's like I totaled my car, had to put like a $6,000 deposit down for like, and it was all the money I had. It was, I swear to God, I had like $5,800 like saved up. And it was like 6,300 that they needed. And somebody had to lend me 500 bucks just so like, and I just totaled my car and I told my friend, I'm like, now I need this money to buy a new car or to get a car or something. Of course. And he's like, why do you need a car if you're going to have a loft in downtown and live? (laughs) And I was just like, guess that makes kind of sense. And again, dude, it was that I didn't want to look back and go, what if? Exactly. Just because that happened. Like, no dude. And the loft, is what started Sugar Skulls, dude. The loft is what like just put me like in a little different place. Where it did, it did, it solidified dude, who you were, man. Dude, I don't even want to say it. it's like I love fucking Eric Taylor. I love Salon Republic. I love everything. Yeah, but I'm like, 
we kind of put that whole little loft thing into like no you did where it was Bro, just you were like when you made that move i was like holy fucking shit dude because it was such a big move and i didn't know the underlying shit i mean that's crazy I didn't know the well no no shit. you did because you had fifty eight hundred dollars you had to borrow another 500 yeah you literally were rolling the dice yes on all of this right all of it and you could have fixed your car, but you decided to do this. And when you were there, man, the things that, I mean, everyone saw on Instagram, it didn't matter if you were a hairdresser or not. It was incredible. What, when you first moved in there, that first night, do you remember uh, how you felt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. That, that was like, it was crazy. It was so crazy. It was so much like, no, and it was freaky as hell too, dude. It was like, it felt good. It felt good to have this like amazing spot, you know? Yeah. But it was crazy too where I was like, yo, now you need to maintain this. Like again, there's like even quotes like that where they're like, it's not about like getting to that place, it's maintaining that. Yes. And I did it for like four and a half years, dude. And it was fucking, it was awesome. But it got to a point where I had to disconnect from it and it was just time for something new and I needed new energy. And You took that leap. Yeah, no, dude. And again, I still remember telling one of our apprentices still, she's an awesome stylist, Jenny, like the heroine. And um and I went, yo, we're, we're going to go to Dre's. We're going to go to Kraft now, but it's going to be sick. It's going to be so dope. Yeah. It's like, we're going to step up. And when I was telling her that, I did, I was just making that shit up. I was just, of trying, course, I, of I course. Was just like trying to keep it positive. I'm yeah. like, don't let her know your fear or doubt. Of course, <laughs> absolutely. And she was like, no, I know I know it will. And, yes. I, and in my head, I'm like, I hope this shit works You're like, out. I hope it. And it turned out so sick. And, which it's, was, it, 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 and it's, it was that same feeling. I mean, you had to project that feeling because, you know... Uh, if you're showing that you're nervous as shit and scared as shit to your apprentice, like, of course, dude, you can't, I'm just you gonna can't. terrify her. No, exactly. Like, oh, Don't shit. stress her the fuck out. Yeah, you can exactly. deal with it personally. I'll take it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> eat that shit. But I, I'm gonna take one step back because I want to share something with the people listening. When you moved out of of Cantrell's place, um, you know, it was time, right? It was that next yeah. phase of your life. I, my whole life up until recently, have had many roommates living with uh, Alyssa and I, and it always started out great and always ended up shitty. And he, I, I fucking sat hard to try to figure out, like, these people are my friends. Like, what the fuck happened, right? And I figured it out. So listen. I'm so excited. It is <laughs> people being passive. And what I mean by that is I remember roommates fucking leave a dish in the sink. Like, what the fuck, man? We just talked about this. Like, you know, clean that shit up, right? So I'd eat it up. Maybe a few days, same thing. Eat it up, eat it up. Yeah. That small thing yeah. then built up. built up, built up, and turns up into the biggest thing fucking ever. When if you just have about open the dialogue, dumbest thing too. about the dumbest yeah, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. about it's always that way. Yeah. It's always that yeah. way. And so when Cantrell moved out of our house, right, um, it, it it was fine. Like we we figured everything out. It was great. And he's still my brother, and I love him to death, right? Um, Alyssa and I are like, no more. That's we're fucking done, right? And I was telling you the story about my cousin Zach and everything that uh, you know he's gone through, and now he's in this phase in his life where he's making these big decisions, and he had to get out of Bakersfield if he wanted to take this job um, at the salon. And so, listen, I talked, and I was like, I was fucking scared, dude. I was so, I was like, yeah. he's my cousin. I fucking love him. Um, I do not want this to end badly. And you know, it's funny as I said, oh yeah. Originally, I said, oh yeah, you can move in with us. And it was like one of those things where like, yeah. I was like, not really, but I'm yeah. just saying it to be nice. And, and he yeah. was like, hey, when can I move yes. in? Yes. Yeah. And so he like, oh, I'm like, fuck, dude. And I remember, I, I, I was like, 
hanging out with him in Florida at my mom's place, and I was just kind of getting annoyed with everything he was like. This was before he was even moving in. Because I, I, um, I tend to be, um, I, I tend to be the only alpha in the room, right? So yeah. now I have another alpha, yeah. uh, not the only alpha, but in my home, right? And so I have another alpha coming in, and I'm like, no, fuck that, right? Um, but I realize I'm like, well, it, 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 this is all me, and. If I just have open dialogue with him, what would that do? So we said yes. But before he moved in, him and I sat down at my ten- at my dinner table and I looked at him. I said, Zach, I love you so fucking much. I'll do anything for you. But my biggest pet peeve as an adult now is people that are passive. Just say it how it is. Because yeah. be you- Be direct. Exactly. Yeah. Be direct. Tell let's, me what's bothering you. What's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's crush this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking handle it. Yeah. And so- we fucking, everything worked out fine, right? And so then he eventually moved in, right? And it's been fucking amazing. Bro, it's amazing. Me, my best friend, Ali, who's my business partner with yeah. Brain Candy, and Dre, we're very intense alphas. We're our yes. own. Oh my God, yeah. So you see us three in a room, dude, and yeah. it's like, but even right now, dude, this is Dre's ship. Of course. I, I'm, I'm his like- Fucking his you're, skipper. Yeah, I'm his, you're his fucking, cheerleader, like, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, no, no, no. But again, it's like, this isn't my show anymore. Like, at the loft, I had to run that. Yeah. This is Dre shit. Like, I don't. My, <laughs> <laughs> Good. I can't talk without my hands. No, me too. <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like, uh, whatever, just continue. You're good. And, um, but I try to make craft look as best as it can. Yes. Like, it's and just, that's my goal. And, that's all I want. Like, I'm not trying to fucking outshine anybody anymore. No. It's like, there's a time where I feel like everybody competes to be like, yeah. but when you're on a team, there's a difference. Like, play your role on the team. It's like, don't get, why are you getting cocky and selfish? Exactly. Like, what, what are you going to get out of this? Nothing, nothing. I've had the dopest shit where I was like the little star. Sometimes, like the loft, I didn't like that. It's way better now, dude. Yes. It's just like. It's so, yeah, for sure. And you know your role. And I, if there's anything, you guys talk, right? You have Dre, open it's dialogue. It's work. It's Dre. If there's a problem, go talk to Dre. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, it's not mine. So it's like, yeah, exactly. But it's I'll like, know your them. role. And it's a team. So when you're living with someone, it is a team. And so having that open dialogue, not being passive, because you don't have to be a fucking dick, right? Yeah. But you just say how you feel. And that's okay. And um, it's it's. That, that's just kind of one thing I want to share. Dude, Absolutely. Again, but so many people won't say it. I have a friend that uh, he lives in this house and uh, every single day he leaves work, his door is, he leaves the door open. And when he comes home, the door's shut, right? All the doors shut in the house. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It, same thing. And so every single day this is happening, right? And instead of him just like either just closing his fucking door or talking to his friend that owns the house, right? Uh, to just be like, what the hell? But I've noticed, right? That little thing is now turning bigger. Of course, and bigger, yes. And it's because you're letting it go. Because exactly. you're, you're just piling it up in the back yeah. <laughs> until you're all, oh. ah, you just yeah. fucking snap. Exactly. You know? And so it's like, crush no, it out. Yeah. No as quick more. As you can. No yeah. more. So people don't be, be fucking direct. passive. Be direct. And don't take it personal when somebody says yes. something. To you. Dude, it's like, dude, I don't care if one of my friends says something like, yo, you need to chill out. You've been doing this a lot. And yeah, there's that defense mechanism that right away is like, yeah. what the, like, what the fuck, like bro? you're like, it's cool, man. Absolutely. Right. Like you're- <laughs> It's so true. I had Tyler listen Just to- Just take it. Dude, Just take it. it. You have to. I had Tyler listen to some of my podcasts to just kind of give me some feedback. And I had this guy, Dave Lee on and uh, just an amazing roadie. He's been with every single band known to fucking man. And I was 
very excited the entire podcast and he goes he goes he listened for like an hour or so and he, and he goes man it, the, the the guy's really good but you are fucking excited and i i like almost started taking it personal and then i was like wait a minute no i asked him to do this i need to know these things um and just whenever you're what around you someone excited i was just uh i i was laughing at things that didn't need to be laughed. it was yeah. just dumb whatever i was i'm a fan and so, yeah and, but what he said, right? I, at first, defense I took first of defense. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? And then I'm like, wait a minute. No, I asked him to like, just give me feedback because I want to be able to make this experience when people listen as best as possible, right? Um, but yeah, so, but show, so just take it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a bitch, it's, right? It's not, it's not that big a deal. No, you know? it's not. And again, it's like, it really, that's the worst thing about it that you were just. Oh, dude. You fanboyed oh, out of course. A bit on I, it. Did, I did. <laughs> it's fine. But it's okay. Mad respect to Dave Lee. Can't yeah. wait for his podcast. So, um, so just kind of getting back to, to, to your story. So at the loft, you moved in. You're fucking stoked. What was the next steps in building that up? Like, what did you do to build up the loft? Like, someone trying to build a business, they probably want to hear this. Uh, I started doing the hair jams. I just, it was, again, dude. I just used to always hang out with my friends when I played music and it would just be a whole bunch of different of us and we'd just jam out all the fucking time. And I was just like, why don't I just do that with my friends, invite them over we have some beers, some pizza, whatever, yes. chill. And we just cut, we each teach each other something. Like we watch each other cut. And then it was right when everybody, it's so crazy at that first jam, like all those dudes that were that there are all like still epic mother, like they're Dude. just- top hair dudes how did Still. you how did you figure out to pick these guys out i don't know i just started looking for other fucking hairdressers on instagram when i started it and i was like oh this guy's cutting cool hair i just yeah. reached out to them and and no joke dude i made like a little flyer and i put all our names on it and i went you guys want to come to this like without even getting an approval yet from any of them and all of them were like yeah i'd all love of to them be said yes yeah and exactly. it was andrew everybody dude julie caesar it was just all same shit right just- dre was at one yeah dude was at the main one yeah and that's incredible, man. It's like the same thing with reaching out to you and all the people I've reached out to. You guys have all been like, like fuck yeah. Because what we do is we support our friends or we support the people that we like. And uh, and that's how we build things up. And so you moved down into that place. You were cutting hair out of this fucking dope loft. Uh, you did the hair jams. How long were you there for? Um, I switched into another loft after like two years at the first one. But, um, dude, we just started shooting all these videos and it just – kept getting we just had content to create it was just everything we shot in there just looked really sick and it, it was just easy to we'd be walking down the hallway after a haircut like just following the haircut and we were like wow that looks sick great like so cool. let's load that up <laughs> it's, it's such a creative place and you had a lot of people working in there and always people in there yeah and i had a lot of different people but that was the toughest part that also wore on me dude like i learned i didn't want to be an owner there yeah. like i love being a creative I love worrying about my stuff. I'm such a good team player, dude. If like if I'm on your team, I'm like your best teammate, dude. I'm like I love I'm that. like Scotty Pippen. Yes, I'm like, uh, fucking, the Bulls. you know, yeah. like I don't need to be fucking top number no. one star. But if we're on a team, I want this team to win. You yes. know, like I want us to fucking crush it. But everybody's always like, I want to be number one. I'm like, dude, that's your fucking ego. Chill the of fuck out. Of course, like, dude. Everyone's ego gets, not everyone, but most people's ego gets ahead of them. Bro. Know your role, right? You don't okay. have to Just be number one. Be yo, a part of the party. We're a team. We're a team. Yes. Let's, let's grow together. Like, yeah. Yeah. If we're all good, like, we're sick. Like, again, dude, even like craft, like, just even me and Dre getting together, like, I remember thinking, I'm like, it's just going to blow us both up, like even bigger, that Absolutely. everybody knows that we're probably two of the most well-known, like men's hairdresser, our style. 
Yeah, absolutely. You guys have such a unique style. When you're like, you're kind of going back to your your creative space. Um, when you got into the men's grooming world, uh, did you know like did you? Because that's kind of what you did. You were at the rail. You're doing men's hair. There was a time where you wanted to do women's hair as well. Correct? Yeah. Um, it, it can be challenging for some people to kind of figure out what path that they want to go in did that just come naturally to you no no no. i already remember how the music thing like yes i used to tell people in bands like you have to be a genre you can't just be like oh, i'm a musician because what's the next question what do you play what do you like absolutely what do you sound like what was it like you yes know? you even asked me that earlier where i was just like i was like pop punk taking yeah, yeah. sunday's fallout boyish type absolutely stuff. Like, you have to be specific so if you're just a hairdresser, like, but what in hair do you do? Like exactly. that takes another. And even though I'm still pretty good at women's hair, like I don't put that out. Like I had to be like a specific genre. And when I did that, I just started to blow up even more. It was just kind of like it grew. Dude. And for, for people not, um, you know, people that are listening that don't uh, maybe follow you at this current moment, right? Um, you've got a fuck ton of followers on Instagram. When that was building up, right? I, I always kind of wondered, like, with some of these people, like, what goes through your head? Like, does it, like, I don't know, do you get super fucking pumped? Does it push no. you harder? Does it no, freak I you out? No, I ignore it, dude. There we go. There we go. I, I, I think that's probably key. If you let things get to your head, um, it can be very challenging. It's weird, dude. If you even saw me on my phone, like, you know, it's such a bad habit. You ever go on your phone and you have to like call somebody or do a text and you just open up Instagram and you're like, I'm not even yes, supposed to yes. do Instagram right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I do my best. Like I've moved my Instagram app just so it's not on the front, like little shit. Like absolutely. That. Absolutely. Kind of limiting yourself from social media. Cause dude, I was at one point I was just, it was so much. It was too much. It was so involved with it. And now I'm kind of uh, too much detached from it and I'm slowly kind of getting back into it no. but I think it, you just kind of but it's fun. good dude it yeah. was healthy that you did that dude it's yeah. just like it's good to step away and miss something for a while you absolutely know? Like just, when you're just involved all the time like you don't take a new fresh look at it ever again it's just kind of like routine and and social media changes so crazy now like again it, we're like TikTok like, dude, like what the f- <laughs> what, what do you think it's going to be like in the future? I mean, we got like Instagram, but do you really think Instagram is going to hold the test of time for the next 20 years? Or will it be the next, like, will it be like a MySpace? Checks out. I didn't think Instagram was going to last this long. Yeah. And holy shit, has it, it has. blown everybody's it expectations. Well, you know, Remember when Vine and all that shit, yep. and everybody was like, oh, which one? Or what's going to And some fell off, bro. Yeah, no, and I was, I was going to talk about that with hair, too. With you. I was going to be like, a lot of hairdressers fell off. Remember, there was like, so many dudes in Absolutely. our industry that were just crushing through hair. Yeah. And then they just disappeared. What do you think really? happens? Why? I don't know. Like, fuck, man. I don't know. I No, I think they get stressed out and they, they start comparing themselves to other people. And I'm like, don't compare. Like, Be you. Of course, dude. Yeah. Who cares? Be appreciative. Anybody gives a shit about like, what you're doing. Like, it's, it's, so, it's so crazy. I mean, to even see like all these YouTube stars and like, you know, social media stars, influencers, like who would have thought 30 years ago, 20 years ago, even 10, 15 years ago that um, these people would have a wider outreach uh, than, you know, some fucking movie stars. Like I, I look at, you know, movie stars, uh, some of their social medias and they got like 30, 40,000 and you look yeah. at, you know, these hairdressers or these influencers, they totally. got hundreds of thousands millions of followers it's like what the fuck it yep. is so crazy where do you see this all going i mean it's gonna continue i mean i think it's gonna stay the same kind of it's it's relevant in that sense of like kardashians type thing like yes i feel like 
you and I look at fame or hard work as in like, what's your craft? Yeah. What do you do? Oh my gosh, yeah. But there's some kids out there that have blown up just, just because, because. They, because they, don't, they don't do anything. Yeah. Anything, dude. Like literally, <laughs> there's not like one physical thing. They they just jump on camera and they're like, hey, what's up? What's yeah. your favorite color, dude? Yeah, write me back. And I'll, you it's know, a, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it works. It works. It works. I, I mean, just get do your money, over. dude. Do your damn thing. It's, yeah. It is crazy. It's mind-blowing. It is. It's, but it is crazy to see these um, like video games, right? That shit is blowing the fuck up. It makes more money than you know, dude, sports, I, I cut, all that shit. I cut a big one. I'm going to leave his name out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, but um, yeah, and he didn't show his face for a long time. I've been cutting his hair. I've known him for years. Okay. From Vegas. He used to be in a band. And dude, they fly him out to Japan. He was out there for six months playing video games. Like That's incredible. With his girlfriend, some beautiful apartment in Tokyo. But it's crazy, right? To think because parents for the longest time, uh, like you're, they just fucking stop, stop, your stop wasting yeah. your time, stop wasting your time. And now you got like the FaZe Clan and all fucking the shit just blowing up where it makes more money than sports. And with V, remember skateboarding. Oh. Remember when parents are just like, they're like that's never going to be a sport, dude. Never gonna, like, <laughs> look at some of these kids now, dude. It's an Olympics in yeah. like two or four look, years. Remember, just look at Nigel Houston's. Dude, house. yeah, look at his house. <laughs> I mean, even go all the way back to Tony Hawk, and that motherfucker's getting he's fifty plus years old, right? Uh, but if you would have thought, you know, thirty years ago that any of this would have happened, people would have said, "Fuck no!" Like, yeah. what are you talking about? But I think it's because culture changes, time changes. People um, just look at life completely different, and we move into this digital age where, obviously, uh, in the future, there's going to be massive arenas, people watching people fucking play video games, and maybe it'll be all VR simulated, right? But that is the future. Now, that doesn't mean other things are going to fall off, like sports, but. Um, it is. It is just really crazy to see because I was like watching a, you know, kind of like a documentary on on the Phase Clan and what they have done. And to, I don't know, know what the Phase Clan is. The Phase Clan is just this super amazing, uh, talented, uh, super amazing, talented, whatever, uh, video gamers, right? And it's like a fucking it's a clan of the team. There you go. I'm a little stoned. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and they put out, you know, t- they put out tons of content and they win all these big fucking, you know, um. Uh, uh, tournaments and they're making tons of money, huge amounts of fucking fame. And if you would have thought something like that, you know, 10, 20 years, no way, dude, no way. But you know, now we're here. Of course, man, you can create whatever you want. Absolutely. And it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's cool to see, you know? So like, yeah, those motherfuckers aren't doing anything, but maybe the videos that they're creating, that's what people love. And you know what? I'm not going to knock anyone for doing their damn thing right at the end of the day, but it is a little weird to watch. Yeah, I think it's because the millennial generation, especially at our age, we were there before it and then after yeah, it. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh it's uh No, but even like the video gamers, like I even give them a little bit more credit than some of the kids that just talk to the Oh hell yeah. Like, like the video gamers, I'm like, you practice that. Dude, like you've like been trick playing shots this shit. and shit. Yeah, fuck people. You've up. been playing this shit nonstop. Yes. You worked at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I give you a little bit more than just yes. being like and they make and they're making like, videos and shit like that. So you're definitely correct because there are some that just like blew up because of you know whatever. I but. think that's just like an older style mentality where it's just like you got fame if you did something. Yeah. You didn't get fame for being famous in this weird yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, just, like, <laughs> but it's weird. It is. It is because I, it, I, I don't hate on it. No, I, no. I know to play the game. Like again, of course. I of course. know my limits yeah. of. Yeah, we just and what I'm it. comfortable and what my own ego just feeds <laughs> from. Like, I'm not gonna do that shit. Like, just- <laughs> so let's uh, let's bring it back a little bit. Um, uh, the the loft, right? 
when you decided to make that that move to go to go to craft um mentally you know what is that like you're like okay i've put my heart and soul into this like how did something come about um if you was, don't mind talking no 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 of course dude yeah um yeah dude it's kind of like crushing like here's the thing dude up or down whatever you do next in your life up or down doesn't matter it's gonna be so goddamn uncomfortable yeah like if i told you i'd buy you like a fucking the sickest house you can imagine, you'd be like, there's a catch here. Like you would still be uncomfortable because you're yes. comfortable where you're at. Like Absolutely. it's just, we hate change. And I just knew it was just, it was time for the fucking shift. It was just, it was more of a stress headache than yeah. it was fun again, where I was losing my passion for hair, where I was like, I need to make a change. Like I need to change this shit. I wasn't happy at the loft. I was like, it's time. But again, switching over to craft, like again, Super stoked, love Dre, love Kraft, love our whole team. And it was like, it was a scary little risk to just to jump into something new. And absolutely. And, and again, me fucking telling Jenny, like, yo, it's going to be great. <laughs> and me That's in my so head, funny. I'm like, I hope this works out. <laughs> like, it's just. It's true, though. It's really true. And, you know, one thing that I've uh, learned from talking to a lot of people on these podcasts is it, it, it's okay to say, all right, I'm done with this. And to go to that next phase and to jump. But it's scary. It's so it uncomfortable. So it's so scary and uncomfortable. Absolutely. Dude, it really is. I mean, I've, I've been blessed. I've been at Ergo for almost a decade, right? So I haven't had to do that. But um, I commend a lot of people who take those risks and take those challenges because I promise you there were plenty of times where I'm like, okay, I want to do something else. But it all worked out. Um, but but to do that, I commend you, man, because now you're at this next phase in your life where you're like, okay, I get to be creative again. I don't need to have these stresses. What does that feel like at no, this the, moment? No, it feels way great, dude. Like I had to go through some hardships and I had to go through a lot of uncomfortable changes, but I'm way happier and healthier and I'm getting better, like mentally, physically. All I'm getting that. even just the creativity of being around other good hairdressers is good where Instead, I was the one trying to like hold it all together and all the weight was on me. It was For just, sure. and so now just to step back and just like be Dre's number two, like I fucking love that. Like I love helping him out. He knows how good I am, like at what I do sure. and just being like a good team player. That's great, and, man. Um, no, dude, and it's it's way better. I, I had to go through some dark little times, but you know what, dude, it's like, yeah, like I said, like we didn't die. Like we just, we still come out of it, dude. And of and it does make you stronger, dude. And, and, ah, uh, dude, like I couldn't have written it any better. Like the way it's but turning it's out. out. Yeah. It has. But there's just, it's just the little <laughs> dips that you're like, God, like uh, this is so tough. Like, it's right hard. Now. It's yeah. hard. It's very, very hard. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of people going through the same exact thing that, you know, you have gone through. People build up businesses and um, and then they, you know, it doesn't no, work and out. You, and you don't want to let it go sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. like, you know it's time to let it go and you don't let it go. And yeah. you just hold on to that shit because you think that that's what's making you. You think that that's you. And you're like, dude, even when I left the loft, I had people messaging me like, are you not living at the loft anymore? What happened? <laughs> I'm just like, F these kids, yes. dude. Like, just... Again, because it, they look at it like a failure. Every, everyone thought that that's what shaped me, and I was like starting to believe that that's what shaped me. Yes. and then I was just like, no, that's not even you. Like, but just get out. Of here. It, no, I it's needed, good. It was it was dope, man. It, it, is. Ma it made me fucking stronger. It made me happier. 
again, way happier than I was a year and a half ago, dude. I love Way that. Happy. I love that because mental space is so important. It's Having everything. a good, it's everything, man. Our brains are fucking nuts. Yeah. And, and, you know, to be able to rip that fucking cord was probably one of the hardest things you ever went through. But you're at this space now a year and a half later where things are feeling good. Yeah. And I love that. And I respect the shit out of you for doing that because the loft didn't define you yeah. it's not you bro you are fucking sugar skulls that's that's you uh you know carlos that's you man and um you know i i really appreciate you even sharing that story because uh, a lot of people don't want to talk about these things they don't want to talk about dark moments in their life but i believe as a society if we start to open up more um we can come together because we are we do live in a polarized culture man it's it's just it's fucking chaos and um you know now uh, as we move forward i i'm just happy to see this next phase in your life um you know what are some of the things for you that you are kind of looking forward to um i'm continuing to push the product line which i'm way stoked about oh man i was gonna say something and i blinked out haha ha. no, i'm just joking no, it's, it's the weed it's the yeah. weed but yeah okay so fuck that let's uh not even look forward to no like, like what's this what is the tell me about this line man that's what i want to know actually yeah dude yeah how'd um, that come about I, let me not leave that out yeah yeah no i'm not trying to even plug it or anything no no no, like no, that, no. But, plug the shit out of yeah. it because no, i no, wanted no. to no no i get it i respect it so, i respect you but so i want to know i've always wanted to create a men's product line and there's times where yeah, I knew I was going to call it Sugar Skulls. I knew it was going to be brain candy. I wanted it to be for dudes. I wanted to find like a medium one to start off. I have all these ideas. Um, I almost got a job working for Sebastian, like professional, but then on the contract I got hired with them was I couldn't start my own product line <laughs> for even two years after I quit from them. Like uh, it was like in a contract and I was like, and I was just like two grand short of what I needed just to start my the first, we already had 5,000 jars. It was just nice. all crazy, dude. No, we we reformulated the product 11 times, dude, which is psycho. Like you get three if you go to like any cosmetic yeah. manufacturer. And and I was just super picky till I got exactly what I wanted from the scent to the color to the texture, the viscosity, everything just till I got it right. And and I'm super proud of it, but it it was so much work, dude. Yeah. And, and, I'm, and I still think I... I love that all my friends are like, dude, it's actually really sick. And I'm like, you're a dick, dude. Yeah. I'm like, did you think I was yeah. going to make some yeah. shitty product? Like, Jesus. Yeah, but, but it's, but it's yeah. true. When did you start developing it? When did you? Dude, I, like a year and a half ago, dude. And we probably released it like nine months ago, a year ago or something. Time flies, dude. It does. So it took six months. No longer, dude. It took like nine months. To oh, it reform. took nine months. months 11. Reformulate. Dude, there was one time where they just gave us like this pink, thick toothpaste. And I was like, I told you it can't dye blonde hair pink. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? No, literally, dude, it was like a crayon just getting smeared oh into blonde gosh. hair. Where even after like one regular quick little shampoo, it was still a little bit tinged in there. Well, I'm glad yeah. it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm but, glad it wasn't permanent. But, yeah, but, but it's, it's so true. It's like when you come out there, you're like, oh yeah, I'm glad that, uh, you know, it works and it's good, right? It's like the, kind of like the same thing when you came over here. Like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're getting into, right? Yeah, and then totally. you come in and it's like, no, when we do things, you have to put your heart and soul into it. It has to be right. And so I wouldn't expect anything less from uh, from Sugar Skulls by any fucking means. Uh, so when you started doing it, had you already left um, the next chapter, left the loft, or did you start at the loft? Um, no, we started at the loft. We got all the jars at the loft, everything like that. 
Yeah, and um, dude, even right now, we're pushing a little bit of merch, some cool little tees we've made, and um, and the product, which is the number one. And even again, dude, right now I'm a little uncomfortable, but I'm starting to shoot more like tutorial videos where the industry got overwhelmed with hairdressers, yeah. where it like it left me uninspired. Or I was like, ah, <laughs> everyone's doing this now. Yeah. But I always have to like remind myself that only I can do it like I can do it. And I explain things in a different terminology than 99% of these kids. Yes. So I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone and shoot little videos again and be like, this is how I emulsify it. This is how I rake it in your hair, blow dry this first, heat and tension right at the roots, like bone dry. Like I just put all my little of course, keynotes in there. And I know I'm not for everybody, but I know I have like a little audience out there that digs uh, that style and fuck and yes dude i would not be able to style men's hair like i do if it wasn't for you Thanks. you taught me everything You're the, the terminology everything and i'm not the only person man you have put your heart and soul into this industry and you have showed you were the dude that was it was beyond the fucking haircut it was the style it was the shape it was the, the finished fucking product when people were just fading up sides and fucking you know making it look really cool but the sh top looked shitty and they're like no this is a complete product this is a complete package and you were the one and at least in my opinion that brought this towards men's grooming in the united states by far dude and so it's it's really awesome you're a maniac dude i love you thank you dude. no like, dude no, it's, it's straight just... up it's straight up i like carlos you need to give yourself uh more credit and you have to understand that uh just, just men's styling was looked at so differently in the states and you were one of the first pioneers to push this forward about a complete package so i'm excited to hear um you know about this product and when you finished formulating it and that 11th time you're like all right this is it yeah yeah no exactly no dude we we got so specific and i was just like yes okay finally but then there was still that little worry that they were going to produce. So here's the thing. They make small little batches. Yeah, little batches for you, little samples for you. Yes. And you go, no, this one. And then once you commit to it, they make like a jar that's like massive, a giant tank Holy of product. Shit. So that's what's going to cost you money. And, and once they make a whole ton of it, it could shift. Like the viscosity, it could be like thicker or like okay. a little bit gooier or stickier or shit can change a little bit. And that's fucking terrifying too. That's yes. like another thing where you're like, all right, we're going to drop all our money. We're committing to this. Go. And no, but it was perfect, dude. I'm so fucking proud of it. There's there's never been a day that I've like used it and been like, oh, I should have tweaked this on it. Like, cool. which is, which is easy. I mean, we made a t-shirt once where I was like, ah, we made that too small. Like, ah, I'm just I like, love it. I I'm love like, it. that's a little weird thing, but I'm so happy that the product is exactly how I wanted it to be. And I'm super sure. proud of it. Dude. Absolutely. And so, you know, people listening, cause I'm gonna ask more questions about the people listening. And for me too, cause I want to buy, I, dude, I haven't even got a fucking product. I I'll buy it. No, dude, dude, I, I love the salon. Dude, I wasn't even thinking. Dude, yeah. You, Give me what I'm about to ask you. I'm going to buy <laughs> one. I want to support you, bro. I think it's so important to support your friends. You know, Tyler uh, has this company coming out. I'm going to support the shit out of him because I don't know. I, I have this, you know, feeling that, uh, you know, when your friends do something, they come out with something, you shouldn't expect a freebie. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a friends and family discount. Sure. Yeah, but, but, it, but at the end of the day, regardless but if, but if you about can that, help them a little bit, of, like, course, of course, because yeah, it's, that, it's that level of respect. Right? Yeah. And so I would never want that but if four people listening right that want to try it where the fuck can they buy it 
Uh, sugarskulls.la. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's fucking dope. Yeah. That sugarskulls.la. LA. Yeah, that's a I website. I fucking love that. I love yeah. that. I was yeah. like, in my head, I'm like, I know he didn't get sugarskulls.com. Yeah, no way. Like, yeah, but he, he I got, got lucky dot once. LA. But you I got did, LA. Which is way better. No, and it's like, even like, think about like fashion brands. Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, we're from Las Vegas. But if you see LA, New York, Tokyo, it's like, cool. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, this one's that's, easy. That's sugarskulls.la. That's dope. And I see websites, um, you know, changing more and more. It's not just the dot com because all the dot coms yeah. are fucking bot, dude. Yeah, exactly. No, there, there's already dudes that just picked every name possible. And Absolutely. Just took shit. Yeah. And well, here's the thing: when I was starting the podcast, I came up with a whole bunch of different names, and and I was like, no, back to this, back to your story. I was like, that's my gut. And so I went online, and I'm like, the URL that's available, the Instagram that's available. I'm like, what the fuck? These are very simple words. I thought people would put together already. Let me tell you something real quick. The dot com for sugarschools.com was like twelve grand. And then we got sugarskulls.la for like $13. Exactly. Like, like, that's the difference. That bro. is. It's, From $12,000 to $13. Yeah. Like, that's how I got that and, domain. And that's <laughs> some dude just sitting on sugarskulls.com. He probably bought <laughs> it like dick. 30 years ago. Yeah. Not 30 years, like 10 years ago. And was like, I'm just going to wait. Dude, some of these freaking dot coms have sold for hundreds of thousands, yeah. if not millions of dollars, just because they were smart enough to freaking buy just it. Right in the beginning. Yep. Gosh, man. I know. It's like exactly. Getting, it's, it's, it's like getting Bitcoin at a penny, you know? Yeah. Um, Straight you know. up, dude. Straight <laughs> up. Uh, but um, yeah, that's, that's so fucking cool. Okay, so sugarskulls.la. Dude, I love that. Uh, so you launched. When? How the fuck did you even launch it? What was the was the big thing? You did something. Dude, we, yeah, we did a little launch party at Yamashiro in Hollywood. Okay. Um, it's right next to the Magic Castle, like on the top of the hill. Really cool spot. We shot some videos for it. It was awesome. Like almost all my clientele came by. It was dope. That's mad respect, but, um, dude. But yeah, man, it's just been a whole new chapter right now. And it's just been like all new stuff. And again, it's still a little uncomfortable, but it's exciting too. It's respect. like, it's still like a little adventure throughout yes. it where I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Of course. But Absolutely. You know what? I like that you're saying that you're uncomfortable because I think being uncomfortable is good. Yeah. Don't take it as um, a weakness. Make, turn it into a strength because that pushes you forward. Yeah. Uh, because when you're uncomfortable, it can be scary. Yeah. Right. Um, but but in this chapter in your life, you're doing it. And at the end of the day, when you're old and gray, regardless what happens, at least you fucking did it. You said you were going to do all of these things in the men's hair industry. And we've painted a picture from beginning to now. And look what you've done, man. I mean, you have to give yourself, you know, a little pat on the shoulder. And I know it's like, uh, you know, fuck that's an ego thing. Right. But um, no, like feel happy uh, that you have done everything that you have set out to because most people in the world don't have that opportunity thanks dude does that make sense yeah that makes sense right yeah Uh, you know it's always hard to like i feel like i see credit in all my friends i see the best in all my friends but i feel like i'm my own worst critic i'm always the one that's the hardest on himself where i'm just like still not doing enough yes you know it's just and everyone's like you're killing it i'm just like no no no, 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 and that's and that's me too. And you know, one of the big reasons I started this podcast is because my whole life I have been two people: the person on the outside, the way people perceive me, and the person on the inside, the most insecure, uh, second guess everything motherfucker. And on this podcast, I was like, you know what? I want to bring those two people together. I want to be as real as possible. And if you don't like it, don't listen to it. And if you're a fan, my family, and you think you know some of the drug conversations or some of my things that I yeah. I do or me smoking weed yeah. um you know changes the way that you think about me i'm really sorry i'm not a different person i'm the same person right if anything this is making me uh you know better inside my brain and i hope that more people do that because everyone is two people this is the first time i've ever smoked weed on like a podcast or a little interview thing yes but it was awesome 
perfect. Fucking had a blast. I, you know, I, it's, you know, we live in 2020, which is so weird to say. Like, I would write 2018, 2019 yeah. down. When I write 2020 down, I'm like, wait a minute. It's so, weird, yeah. It's so weird, it's so right? Weird. It's like, you know, I always talk about like the, the roaring 20s from 1920. Yeah. yeah, we're in the 20s again, dude. dude. we're in the fucking 20s. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's so fucking weird. But um, if you look at the 1920s to now, uh, what the dramatic change that has happened in, in the world, it blows my fucking yeah. mind. Imagine what's that going to be like in a hundred years from now. Yeah. Uh, people will be fucking cyborgs living. Exactly. Forever. I was like, we'll still be alive. Watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. We'll man. just have our heads yeah. on like just a like floaty dudes, like, yeah. like straight out of like Simpsons and shit, dude. That'd be so funny. Um, okay. So sugarskulls.la. Um, you got a team? What's that? You got a team or is it just you or? It's just me. I have my best friend that helps me with a lot of the business stuff. But um, the team's like, dude, it's it's just craft and it's me doing pretty much the rest of it. I'm, it's not intertwined together, but. Um, yes, well, that's cool. It, it's mainly me right now. I want to start it small. I want to, I want to find my genre in the product line company yeah. before I start a team. Like I've already built teams at the loft and. I had issues and trouble with it. And so now I'm like, until I get everything solidified, a little bit more structured, I don't want to bring more people into it. I get it. it. Like, Keep it small, man. No, dude. And it just gets chaotic. If you bring too many people in, it's like, it does. sometimes it makes a mess. Like, Absolutely. It's just, no, it's, it's, uh, it, it's really I know you've true. seen, yeah. I know exactly what that's yeah. like, dude. <laughs> I know. I was like saying it. Yeah. I was like, no, you know. I get it. I get it. I get it. Trust me. Um, but um, so the the product, right, is it is it just online only? Are you going to get it in salons? Right. Now, we have it in a few salons. We have it in a few salon republics. And we have a couple friends around LA. But it's just like in studios, in private lofts and stuff. So... Do it's you, a little hard. We're trying to keep a base of where everybody has it. Yes. Yeah. I have some work to do. Yeah. No, I, I have do, to I have to tweak up the website a bit. It's just absolutely. it needs like an anything. Any, you, you always want to grow, man. You always want to fucking just kind of uh you know evolve. But but you got it out there. Just continue to push. And, and it, I'm gonna man. finish some videos on how to create like different styles with it, how to use it in women's hair, how to use it. It's it's sick, dude. Yeah. Are you gonna do videos um, so that people at home can do their own hair? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. How absolutely. to use the yeah, my product. absolutely, yeah. dude. Like you go on the website and it's just you're like you want a wet look, you want a dry look, you want like a medium kind of texture look, you want to wear it down, you want I girls hair like that. bob, yeah. You want to just create some dimension and some long layers, like yeah, little show. I fucking love that. If there's anything that I can do to help, man, be a model, I'll do whatever the hell you Thanks. want, no, man. Yeah. I get in front of the camera yeah. and um, because yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's important people being able to style their hair at home. That was so one thing I fucking yeah. love that I learned from you because I taught all of my guy clients. Dude, I, I straight up, man, I became, a, you know, I started cutting primarily men's hair because of you. Like, it's just, you know, I kind of look back and I never even thought of that, right? But it, it really is. And uh, one thing that I enjoyed sharing with my clients is how so that they could style their own hair at home because, uh, you know, if when they leave your chair and they fucking go out to the real world, you still want their hair to look good. Yeah. And most men don't know how to use blow dryers, but blow dryers obviously can transform uh, fucking everything, right? And uh, so I am very freaking stoked to try out the product. Um, where do you see this going? Like just kind of, you know, sugar skulls as a whole in the next five to 10 years. Dude, I, I would love to create everything for men's from a whole tool to a whole men's line of just the whole culture and videos and just explaining it just my way. Like, again, once the whole boom kind of came up, I felt like I 
distanced myself from it a bit. Like, and I was like, ugh, everyone's doing it now. So it wasn't as fun and exciting. But I always have to remind myself of my, my different perspective and what I know. And still the terminology, how we've always talked yes. about that. I'm like, I still know that that's my strength. Like the way I explain certain things, even though I see other people like doing yeah. it similar, it's just not explained the same. And I need to stop the doubt. Yes. Take that weight off the doubt, you know? Exactly. Follow your own, uh, f- follow the things that you've been saying on the podcast, right, I, man? I, I know I'm my own, I, exactly, bro. I swear to God, I re-listen to my podcast sometimes just to like remind myself. I'm like, see, that's how you normally, that's how you should be thinking all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. It's true, yeah. man. I mean, a lot of times we say things um, and it, it's the way that we want to do things, but you know, sometimes we don't follow them and we can be our own. I give type. the best advice, but I don't always <laughs> take my own advice, dude. It's so bad. It's so true, dude. I, I swear. I wish I was, uh, yeah, I followed my own advice a lot of the time. Um, but I guess my two biggest things now is like, don't fucking bullshit and don't be passive. And, um, and it's, it's, it's helped me out a lot and it's helped other people out a lot. And I I just kind of go back to with the roommate thing because, um, I don't know even why, but, uh, don't be passive, follow your own fucking, um, things that you put out there. Right? I, I think that, uh, we attract who we want to attract. Right? And that's how kind of we got together and Car- Cantrell and Wes and, you know, all, all of these people. And so or just, and just do the shit you say you're going to yes, do. If you right? say you're going to do it, then fucking do it. Like, uh, or don't say it. Like, don't it's say just- it. Yeah, exactly. Fucking do the I, things. I always get in trouble for like not quitting smoking cigarettes because I still smoke. And, and, but I never say I'm going to quit. I never, like, I'm like, when I say it, I'm going to quit. Like, absolutely. I, I have like a thousand friends that are like, yeah, I quit. Let me bum a cigarette real quick. <laughs> like, and I'm like, you're the worst, dude. Like, you're not a good friend, man. <laughs> Jesus. No, uh, but it's just commit, commit to the thing you say you're going to do. It's, it makes you stronger. It absolutely. makes you just, it's almost like crossing something off the list. Did you do it? Like, you can have a list of things to do. Cross off two things. Watch how that makes you do two more. Like it's just. Like, Absolutely. Do you have a? Do you have like a goal list that you look at ever? Dude, I've been so shitty with it lately, but um, I need to start doing them again. Yeah, just uh, I do. I don't even have one. I just have two goals in my head, and then just think about them every single day, and I push forward. But the baby goals, the baby goals, yeah. just how you said the problem yes. thing builds into a ball. Yeah, the little ones build into it's a so ball true. too. Don't be passive the, with yourself. Yeah, no, dude. If you just do little shit, even like in my head, this works for me. Like if I do. Yo, go clean these dishes, do laundry. And I sort of got to cross it off a list. And it's like endorphins. Just each it time is. I cross one out, I'm like, all right, did like three things. That Absolutely. Like, it's it so true. It. Dude, uh, yeah, yesterday Alyssa sent me a text message because she's been on set. And uh, it was like, I can do this, like five mm-hmm. things to the house, right? And as I'm crossing them off, I'm like, yeah, this feels good. Like, yeah, like fuck yeah. I'm like, already halfway yes, done. <laughs> like halfway done. But it's so true, you know? And so we kind of get so caught up in our head that these little goals that we forget, we always try to shoot for the big goals, which is good. But if you forget the baby goals, you'll never yeah, get the exactly, big goals. Exactly. Man. And they seem even more unattainable if you can't get those little ones done. Dude, that's so funny. You know what? It is very, very true. And I've never thought of it like that. Um, no, just... <laughs> It was a really good fucking talk, dude. No, it was. I I, I really appreciate it. I'm going to listen to this a whole bunch of times. Nope, you're <laughs> never going to listen, man. I was like, I swear I looked over and I was just like, 
I hope we got this all recorded. I hope this is like, it's so true. That's so terrifying. That just freaked me out. Dude. It's, oh man, I, uh, I, 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 I as we're wrapping this up, I think I'm gonna get like a second recording thing. So yeah, because that's like I'd the scariest be, thing yeah. to um, have that. And you know, sometimes I look For over this here long and all the good shit we said. Absolutely, oh. but I'm like sometimes I look over there and I'm like, oh, do I did I fuck them up? Do they think yeah. I'm not paying attention? Or am I looking I, at the time? Yeah, like, no, I'm just making sure it's recording. <laughs> I'm a one man show right now, yeah, people. Yeah. All right, so one last time, where can people find your shit, your Instagram, all that? Uh, Sugar Skulls Instagram, sugarskulls.la to check out Brain Candy, my new product. Um, Yeah, those are the main ones. Yeah, dude. Thank you, man. I really appreciate, uh, once again, you coming on. I'm very appreciative because you're supporting um, my endeavor. And uh, that's what good homies do. You know, we haven't talked in a while. And I fucking hit you up and you're like, yep. Dude, I was like, dude. All right, all right, all right. Thank you again, man. I love you, bro. Follow him. Sugar Souls is the shit. Have a good night, people. Peace out, motherfuckers.